the TMI Fantasy Sports Podcast. I'll be your host for the evening, Raleigh. Rob is still out. Lovely for you to join us this evening. Going into week seven. Be sure to follow us at Fantasy TMI on Twitter, at TMI Fantasy on IG, at IC Rob, at Raw Beats. Hope everyone's having a good and wonderful day. Uh, we took a uh, two-week hiatus, two-week little little break. Having a lot going on, as we've said before. A couple guys that work full-time jobs, still dealing with life and doing shit. Uh, on today's show, we will be covering the normal, the 411, and we will be going over waiver wire pickups that'll help your fantasy team. Let's start it off with the 411. This is a fast break episode. We're going to hit a little mini one on there for you just to get, get it quick and going. Got a lot of injuries to cover over week six. Uh, the Browns are just decimated with injuries. Nick Chubb has been ruled out with a calf injury. Running back Kareem Hunt is going to hit the IR. Odell Beckham is considered questionable going into this Thursday night game. And you're looking at Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield is supposed to play. He hurt his shoulder during a play on Sunday Sunday's game. Uh, the Browns are a little banged up. They're in trouble as we like to say. So be on the lookout for that. Kadarius Tony for the New York Giants. His ankle injury seems to be a little more serious than, than, than everyone thought. So something to monitor. A lot of these 4-1-1 injuries can be applicable to our waiver wire pickups in, in the segment for the day. Next up, Dawson Knox. Dude threw a two-point conversion on a broken hand. Uh, doesn't seem to be serious. They have a bye week coming up. With the bye week, seems like he'd he'd have a, a, a sufficient amount of rest to get that healed up and play. Uh, but he did throw a two point conversion with a broken hand, so good sign there. Julio Stanky ass Jones, man. Julio Stanky ass Jones hurt his hamstring during the game. Uh I, I don't know what to do with Julio. I've, I've considered even probably dropping him. I know that. That's not something you just want to do. But uh, I, I feel that you you can definitely explore a trade. Try to trade them cheap. Uh, that way you get something in return. Maybe something that, that, that can help you out 10, 15 points. But you never know. You might be able to get, get some Falcon or Atlanta or some sort of fan like that and try to, try to sucker them into getting some Julio Jones because it just hasn't looked good. Uh, the only catch he had last night, uh, just the longest catch he had was about a 48-yard catch that hit Micah Hyde's helmet and popped up, and he just so happened to catch it and landed his two feet. And Julio Jones does not look good. Seattle Seahawks running back Alec Collins has a hip injury. That being said, Rashad Penny, also a running back for the Seahawks, is looking to come off IR. He did look exceptional a couple years back when he when he was playing, and he was fully healthy. He's just been just hurt since and just injured. Alex Collins is something to monitor, especially with uh, Chris Carson being on IR. 
they do have Travis Homer, but the fact that they're about to take Rashad Penny off IR is a good sign and, and, and an indicator that they're definitely going to probably use him. Michael Thomas is a couple weeks away. For those fantasy managers that have been holding on to Michael Thomas, this sucks. Now, we'll speak a little more on Michael Thomas later. There's a waiver wire pick is is on the New Orleans Saints, but it sucks because you you were expecting him. They 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 were they were they had their bye week. Uh, it was expected that he was going to be eligible right after their bye week, and he just doesn't seem ready. This was some concerning news to me because they we haven't heard anything about Michael Thomas until now. And I constantly kept up with reports to see if there was anything other than his COVID report and the fact that he was going to miss time. And there was really nothing ever out there. So this is not surprising. I kind of I kind of saw it coming. But for those that were expecting him soon, you probably have to wait a couple more weeks. Dak Prescott severed a calf strain on the game-winning touchdown pass to CeeDee Lamb over the weekend. Boy, was that a beauty. Uh, great game there. Cowboys look solid. Offense looks looks damn near unstoppable. Uh, too many fantasy options there. Too many options, period. But Cowboys look good. They look strong. Calvin Ridley is set to return from a personal issue. This was a good sign for Kyle Pitts. I think, I think Kyle Pitts... Is turning the corner. He's heading in the right direction. Definitely gained some trust through the offensive coordinator, Matt Ryan, and the offense as a whole, uh, which I, I think bodes well for for uh, for Calvin Ridley, because that opens up. Then now that now defenses are going to have to try to draw both, and and figure it out. And you can't take man to man on both. Someone's going to break loose. So I think this is good news news for Calvin Ridley. Uh, so Calvin, Calvin Ridley managers out there, hang in there. There might be some good things to come. They're always going to be in a negative game script. Keep your eye on the prize and uh, don't let anyone fool you. That being said, let's hang into this waiver wire, this waiver wire segment. Trouble at the draft got you hitting that wasteland. In the slums for the ace to the graceland Treasure for the rough and the wicked in the basement Where the wire pickers victory, can you taste that? Boy, is this the way you win some, some fantasy football games Man, it's all about the waiver wire If you didn't know, you know now Let's go over the bye weeks for week seven. So the Buffalo Bills, Cowboys, Jacksonville Jaguars, Chargers, Vikings, Steelers are all on bye. It is the heaviest week for buys in the NFL. So uh, I know I've talked to some of my comrades and homies, and they're getting hit with the bye week. It's something you should definitely be looking at when you're drafting. Even then, some people think take the loss, chalk it up to the loss, Revisit week eight. Some people, hell, they drop people they shouldn't drop. So just be certain you look at your roster and you make the appropriate decisions. You're not wanting to drop some heavy hitters and, and, and some key key roster spots for, for people that can help you in the future. So if you haven't picked them up already, Daryl Williams must be rostered. 
Khalil Herbert must be rostered. Damian Williams, Chuba Hubbard from the from the Panthers, Jalen Waddle, Tim Patrick, tight end Hunter Henry. These are guys that should not be on your waiver wire at this particular moment, and if they are, you should definitely explore putting them on your roster. None of these teams are on buy, so something to explore. First up for our waiver wire pickups. As we said in the in the four one one, they're the the Browns are banged up, and if you haven't heard this name before, Dearness Johnson, running back. As we've said, Nick Chubb's gonna be out. Kareem Hunt's gonna be out. They did sign Josh Kelly from uh, he used to play for the Chargers, but Dearness Johnson's five ten two oh seven four eight speed. Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt have thirty eight uh, three hundred eighty one snaps. The next one up is Najee Harris, and, he, and again, Najee Harris has those all on his own. But again, the, the, the Browns run the ball. They're known for running the ball. Kareem Hunt is 10th in targets. Cleveland has distributed 29 total targets to the running back position. The two have 159 attempts combined, which is second, uh, and Chubb has missed one game in that span. Cleveland is third in the rushing attack, and they rush 50% of plays. Baker Mayfield is banged up. He hurt his shoulder. OBG is questionable, as we said. Jarvis Landry's out. He's on IR. They are going to try to use this run game. They do have a tough matchup. They play Denver. Denver is fourth against the rush. They've allowed five touchdowns in the last six games and allow about 85, 85 yards average on the ground. A couple years back, I, I, I'm a sucker for preseason. I like to pay, pay attention to preseason just because injuries can happen, and preseason's a nice a nice taste, good evidence on what a potential player can be. We don't have many numbers on, on Darius Johnson, but in 2019, again, 2020, we didn't have a preseason because of COVID. In 2019, preseason game two, 10 attempts, 53 yards, Three targets, three receptions for 26 yards and a reception touchdown. Preseason game three, five attempts, 10 yards, three for three, 43 yards in the air. He's got excellent hands. I do like Donovan Peoples-Jones as long as uh, Baker Baker touchdown maker can stay healthy and play as it seems that he is expected to play. But uh, he, he's got good hands. I'm looking at short range because, again, that, that shoulder being hurt, it's going to be hard to throw down the field. Get you some Dearness Johnson if you got some running back needs for week seven. He is our top waiver wire pickup for the week. Next up, New Orleans wide receiver Marquez Callaway. Again, this is a brief episode. This is just something to get everybody kick-started, get us back rolling in this, into the mix of things. You'll have some more, to, some, some more from us here soon. In week five, Marquez Callaway had eight targets, four receptions for 85 yards, and two touchdowns. In the last two games, he's produced a 149% QBR, win thrown his way. He's played 98% of snaps. Michael Thomas is not expected to return right away. And I really want you to pay attention to what I'm about to say because this is also going to tie into a waiver wire pickup later. They are playing the following teams. Seattle, 28th against the pass. Tampa Bay, 27th against the pass. They've allowed 14 touchdowns. Atlanta, 14th against the pass, 11 touchdowns. Tennessee, 24th, 12 touchdowns. Some very poor, poor pass defenses coming up. 
get you some Marquez Callaway if you got wide receiver needs. Next up, J.D. McKissick. McKissick. J.D. McKissick. Running back for the Washington football team. He is sixth. Uh, they are 16th in rush plays ran with 42%. They run uh, 42% of rush plays. He is eighth amongst running back in, in targets with 24. Uh, between him and Antonio Gibson, they have played 100% of snaps. So those are the only two reliant running backs that Ron Rivera likes to use. With McKissick being 44% of snaps. Antonio Gibson, over the course of the last six games, has had 16 targets, 89 attempts. He is 7th in attempts, and he is on pace for 252 attempts and 45 targets. Now, the reason why I'm bringing this up is because Antonio Gibson has a shin fracture. I've been pretty afraid about this fracture, even when it was announced. I don't know, man. This is just the way that... that, that uh, Players get hurt, man. I this is this is to me is how gruesome injuries happen, uh, and I'm afraid that that could possibly be the case. I am not wishing that on him, but he was obviously banged up over over the the course of the, of week six. I could see a world where he sits in week seven. Antonio Gibson, if he misses time. The pace of vacancy is 163 attempts and 29 targets. Those would have to be divvied up between J.D. McKissick and Jarrett Patterson. Now, Gibson so happens to not hit the field. I want to give everybody JD, some of J.D.'s numbers in 2020. His fantasy finishes without Gibson were 4th in Week 9, 4th in Week 15, and 7th in your championship week with Gibson back. Rob, personally, I, I he won a championship last year playing both of them in the RB1 and RB2. Uh, McKissick is a quality pass-catching back. They are going to probably be in negative game scripts here for, here for, here for the foreseeable future. Uh, so definitely explore J.D. McKissick. Sterling Shepard. New York Giants wide receiver. If he's out there, you got to get him. I know that people, some people probably, probably dropped him because, I mean, it's Sterling Shepard. He always gets hurt. He's back. He had a hamstring injury. Those tend to linger. I get it. But in week six, he was the most target, targeted wide receiver with 14 targets. Daniel Jones had the most attempts along with Dak in week six. He had 10 receptions for 76 yards. As I've said, Kadarius Tony's injury seems a little more serious than it can be. Galladay hyperextended his knee. Saquon Barkley is not coming back anytime soon. They are going to be in some great pass-happy game scripts here coming forward against Carolina, Kansas City, and Las Vegas. There's not much out there, man. If, if Daniel Jones is throwing the ball this much and the options aren't there, the volume just makes sense. He is one of his favorite targets, even when most of those players are there. Make sure you get Sterling Shepard off the waiver wire if you have wide receiver needs. Lastly, old J-Mo. Crab legs. Oh, crabby, crabby legs. Jamis. Jamis Winston. Week five. Week five, he was scorching hot, man. Had four touchdowns, 279 yards. I know the yardage isn't there, but... 
as we saw week one, it comes in, in, in spurts, and when it's heavy, it's heavy. When it pours, it pours. Michael Thomas is nearing the return. I know it's a couple weeks away, but that's why I think Marquez Callaway is a great pickup. As I said before, they play Seattle, Tampa Bay, Atlanta, Tennessee, and there's more. If you look at the rest rest of the rest of the season schedule, they they play nine teams in the bottom half at pass defense. This is something definitely to explore if you got quarterback needs. Be certain to pay attention to the trade deadline. It is coming up in a couple weeks. Something to heavily explore is uh Deshaun Watson. Be certain that we are paying attention to a Deshaun Watson trade. Uh, be certain to pay attention to just about, I mean, any trade coming up that can help. I mean, there, there could be defensive trades that help teams. Um, just just pay attention out there because things can happen. A lot of fantasy implications for certain certain players if they are traded away or traded to a team. Be on the lookout. Again, this is a fast break episode. Wanted to bring you at you quick. Uh, get you some options out there. Get this ball rolling again. We'll see you again next time. Peace out.